Hi, and welcome to From the Joppy's Mouth. Join Ryan Hill and myself, Brad Parnham, each week as we discuss all things racing and sports. Well, welcome to another episode of From the Jockey's Mouth. It was a good week. The Kingston Town's exciting race, all the umming and ahhing. Which way has Pikey gone? Is it right? And in the end, if you just looked at the result, you say, well, that was an easy decision. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't an easy decision, but wow, how good was she? Yeah, real impressive. Yeah, that that blew me away, actually. I, I, knew, I knew she was a very good horse, but that was ultra impressive. That was just something... Unbelievable. The race couldn't have panned out any better for her? Uh, it couldn't have, but, I mean, it, it couldn't have won any more impressive, really. I mean, yeah, it made Material Man and uh, Galaxy Star sort of look second rate a little bit. Mm. Mm. And they're very good horses. Oh, no doubt. I, I thought great shot at lead. You thought trap for falls, but yeah. none of us see iconoclasm doing what it done. It just That was... What was going on there? Do you think? I've got no idea what was happening there. Um, I think I think Bullet might have been a little bit bamboozled as to what was going on there too. Yeah, I just yeah, they were sort of. Con- it was funny. His comment after the race, well, he said, "Oh, oh, they can't go that quick and go any good. Why'd you go that quick then?" Yeah, look, I <clears throat> I don't know. I I definitely didn't see him going that hard. Um, yeah, I th- I thought they might run a clip, and I thought Trap for Fools would set the pace, but they they went a bit silly. And obviously, going going for it was interesting through the week. People are talking, oh, she could have won with fifty seven, fifty eight, and she might have done. But the fifty kilos is definitely a big advantage for them three year olds, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. It is a big advantage, but um, that's what weight for age is. You know, I mean, she's only a three year old filly. On her first prep. First prep, over 1,800. I mean, it is an advantage, but you have to be a very top-class filly. I mean, you don't just see any filly go into any weight for age and win. I mean, it's obviously a top liner, and I would dare say it would be over sort of over east next uh, this time next year and, and be competing at the best level. Yeah, it's a shame we won't get to see a race at Ascot, but that's the way it goes. Wow. Well, we're losing a lot of them. I think Morton send a couple, Bob will send a few. Yeah, but Material Man will go. But the main, the money, the money over. Oh, there you can't is blame him. So good, and and Sydney announced that four-year-old race, did they? Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if it would run running that. Well, Bob's talking about it, and he's talking about the Reggie mate and all this. But apparently, yeah. I only read on social media. Apparently, uh, Thoroughheads pulled it up. He got an interview, and two weeks ago, I think it was say three weeks ago he was on a show and he said oh um we don't use it mm-hmm. and then the f- it was weird after the it just won a group one the, that's the last thing i'd be thinking about talking about ready mate i'd be over the moon he said oh i'd go to um sydney over victoria because we uh, the ready mate situation yeah i must admit i'm not a full bottle on that situation at all but um i saw a bit of um banter going on twitter there there was few people that had a fair bit to say didn't they oh, everyone's always got something to say <laughs> people some people are not happy that Tyson still wore a, wore a barrier blanket i've got to find the rule out there yeah i don't actually I don't, know that one look if i had to have a guess i would say it's not a rule i would say it's more of a policy and policies can be changed well they can be broken they're not set rules but i don't know that's 
Yeah. That's just my gut feeling on the situation. You are a rules man as well. You do know I do rules. know a lot of rules. I've read the rule book a lot of times. Because you've got nothing else to do, so. Nah, it's just I've been writing for so long, mate, that I like to know where I stand when it comes to the rules. Oh, fair enough. Um, well, it looks like Grant and Lana are going to lose her anyway. Yeah. Well, I don't know. What's, but, the, what's the story? Is it going over to yeah, someone over there? Yeah. It looks like it's going to They'll lose. Yeah. But surely Pikey will follow. Well, you'd hope you'd so. You'd be giving up a full book here to go and ride that. Well, you'd have to. And there's been times where he hasn't done things like that. But for this horse, he's mad if he doesn't because she looks... Oh, I think she's probably... You know, it's a, probably a big call, but I reckon she looks like the best one that they've had probably ever. Yeah, I couldn't disagree with you. Mm. Talking about plenty of time on your hands, you've decided to do something this month, get off your bum and... Uh, Learn a few different things? Yeah, doing a bit of training, actually. Um, yeah, well, obviously, I had my surgery with my neck, and then I went and saw my doctor, and I was still going to be quite a while before I could get back to the saddle. So I decided to sort of hunt around a little bit and look for something to do. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just training with Home Buyer Centre at the moment to do a bit of sales uh, as a new homes consultant. Um yeah, just training at the moment. Not actually selling yet, but we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, hopefully I like it. Uh, I know a few people in the industry, so it seems like a good industry to be in. All right, and Wednesday was a good result. Kiss me, Linda. We're two weeks in a row. Get excited. Yeah, that's it. She, the picket um, fence is building. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a big boom on her before she ever raced. And then her first two starts, it sort of shattered our confidence a little our bit. Our second we, wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible, but we, uh, let's not lie, we were pretty disappointed, oh, especially after a second run when she ran last. And then uh, I don't think anyone backed her after that, and she's, just, she's won twice since. So I just think we're barred from backing her. Well, there is one, there is one, once someone who's barred. Yeah, we won't mention his name. <laughs> he's the, you know, if you listen to this show, he's the worst judge going around. So No, he's not. Yeah. The King of Estimates, Shaney Ah, oh, Shaney, uh, But he, he hasn't been there its last two, so he can't come. He's just, uh, he's bad luck. I'm going, if, if he doesn't win when he's there next, it's, that is him bad, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, no, let's, um, we'll move on to another thing. Jockey managers this week, it's come out that yeah, only in New South Wales so far, they're not allowed to bet if they're going to jockey manage obviously when you're riding adam mcgrath's your manager digby's yep. mine um yep. digby's obviously on tab radio does stuff for red belly sports things like that obviously works for the west gives tips in the west adam mcgrath he's on racing.com gives tips on racing.com yeah and what do you think of the situation ah uh, look i think it's ridiculous i mean i where the problem is, where do you draw the line with something like this? I mean, and I know it's only New South Wales, but I, it's so stupid. I mean, the reason I have Adam McGrath as my manager is because, and and probably part of the reason because he bets, he's so good with his form, you know. And I want someone who who knows their form inside out. He's got nothing to do. He never ever rings me up, asks me what I think of certain horses. I mean, he does his own form, his own analysis, and. From what I can gather, Digby probably does the same with you. And, Correct. You know, I don't know of any managers who, you know, are only betting because of the information they're getting from their jockeys. I think jockeys are using uh, form analysts like that because they're so good at what they do and, and they're good at getting us good rides. So uh, my problem with it is where you, where do you draw the line? I mean, 
it's okay for trainers to bet still, you know, and trainers can have multiple runners in races and they obviously know what's going on. Um, and well, they can have multiple runners and they could also be in control of apprentices that are riding for other trainers. Yeah, I know. So, you know, that's the thing. I mean, it's like you're saying it's okay for trainers to bet but not okay for jockeys managers to bet because because why i'm not really sure because they're talking to jockeys more often but i tell you something something that's strange to me is um it's okay for my missus to have a bet and i'd talk to her way more than i'd talk to a jockey's manager do you well (laughs) yeah i do (laughs) but i mean it's i mean i'm not saying that's not what goes on but it's just ridiculous how people what people think actually happens and well it's funny you say talking about your missus your partner your wives whatever well not just mine no no, and this is what i'm saying we there's a there's a trainer in this state we all know who and his wife is a vet and i'm not saying they there's anything corrupt about that but i'm saying you're saying where do we draw the line how well she's in charge of horses on race day she's in charge she has a say on what goes on with his horses is that a conflict of interest if this if they're going down the line of saying oh jockey managers well, yeah. yeah no look i mean and i don't think so not at all i think there's nothing wrong with it i just think no but i'm what i'm saying i know is, i'm saying not saying there is anything line. wrong either but yeah. if you how far are you going to go exactly and that's that's my problem with the whole situation i think you can only treat individuals on on things that they do themselves you can't you can't treat individuals by saying, oh, because you talk to this person more, you're not allowed to do something. That, that's that's way off. It's ridiculous. I, I talk to my mates all the time. All of a sudden, my mate's not allowed to have a bet too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's uh, stupid. And the other thing people got to realise is you can't just become a jockey manager. You've got to have a licence. Yeah. For course. it. You can't just, oh, I'm going to be a, start ringing trainers up for Brad Parnham. You've, mm. y- yeah. Y- it just doesn't happen like that. So... Oh, hopefully it doesn't come to that here because it would just be a pain in the ass for everyone if it does. Did, did it only come to that because of what happened with, uh, was it Josh Josh Parr. Parr. Is that yeah. the only reason this has come about? Pretty or was much. this coming about before? No, I'm pretty sure it's just because of this. So, so. it's an knee-jerk reaction yeah. to something ridiculous. Something like racing, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. We'll move on. I think it's stupid. Yep. All right. Now, the winner of last week's competition... Dave Ryan. Dave Ryan, well done. Pikey rode two winners. Yeah, picked him to ride two. There was, a fair, there was a few people that picked two. Most people went for more. Which yeah, most people went three, he, actually. He did have a lot of favourites on the day, but mm-hmm. in typical Pikey yeah, fashion, he won the two main ones for the day. Yeah, I know. I know. It's sort of... He probably went to the races thinking he'll probably ride four winners or something, but still got, got away with the main two, so it was a great uh, day. I think you'd take uh, the group one over anything, wouldn't oh, you? Oh, of course you would, yeah. So, what do you want to do for this week's competition? Maybe Chrissy? Yeah, I think so. Um, I reckon Chris has a really, uh, I wouldn't say super strong book of rides, but he looks competitive in nearly every race he's in. And obviously, Pikey's got a strong book. So, I reckon as far as the jockey's challenge goes, they're probably going to be pretty level in the market, uh, as long as there's no scratching. So, I think it's probably a bit of a competition to pick who you think can uh, win the Jockeys Challenge, Chris Parnham or William Pike? All right, well, so you'll we'll have... Or we'll if you really want to have another stab, go any other, but I doubt you'll win. Well, 
we'll go. Oh, the, maybe Frosty. Maybe. Yeah, Frosty would be up Frosty'd about. Be good. Yeah, yeah I, I sort of forgot about him for a sec. Yeah, no, he's got a he's got a lot of good rides. I'll go with Pikey to, to for the prediction. I'll go for Pikey to win the Jockey Challenge. Yeah, it's a boring, simple one. But if you're saying that he could be challenged this week, I think they'll that he'll end up on top. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I'll also go with, I think uh, Specialism won't win this week Yeah. in the two-year-old race. I didn't like its run. You know how keen I was early doors. I yeah, th- I do. Um, it was one of my three I put in, uh, one of my, and I said it would beat one of Jimmy's by four lamps, and it did. Um, yeah. I just think uh, it's looking for the paddock for mine off that run the other day. Probably. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm not around the stable like maybe you are, but... Um, well, it only, seemed to I hang don't out the it. other day. Yeah, I don't it? actually ride it at track work. I only rode it the once before. I, yeah. I liked it. But it just, I don't like the way it raced the other day. No, neither do I. I know. And it's a dollar ninety-five, and there's a few handy ones in this that have trialed pretty well. Yeah. So it's um, it's oh, not. It's as, obviously the class horse of the race, but if it's looking for the paddock, yeah, it could be a race where you find value in other horses. Yeah. All right. And the other selection I go for is I think I think spilling over a win, Jay Brown. Yeah. Yep. I think. Uh, He'll find the top. I don't think he'll let... Uh, we'll see what he's got to say because we talk to him later, but I think he won't let already famous cross this week. I think he finds the front, dictates, and he'll crank up from the 600 as he does on Jimmy's horses. Beautiful. Is there anything else you like in the, for the card? Any predictions you want to throw out there, apart from Chrissy winning the Jockey Challenge? Uh, no, I think we'll talk to some of these boys, and, uh, yeah, maybe if, if one of them steers me in a certain direction, I'll throw something out later. Okay, now I have Christopher Parnham joining me on the line here. Lucky to have Chris. Chris, how are you? Good, buddy. How are you? Going well. Now, Christopher, you've got a full book on Saturday. Uh, you've got a quite a handy little book by the looks of things. You're kicking off the card with a two-year-old for Dad. Um, it's called Major Mitchell. It's only had the two 400-metre trials, which have been okay, but... So what can you really tell us about this horse? Oh, he's pretty speedy. He jumps out the barriers quick. Um, he'll use his barrier to his advantage. Um, how, 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 how strong he'll be at the end of the 1,000 metres will um, be a question mark because he hasn't trialled over that distance yet. So, But he's showing promising signs. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. Well, we'll move on to race two now. You're riding Lord Greystoke here. You're jumping from barrier two. Uh, you couldn't quite get yourself as handy as you probably wanted to last start, but uh, I'm, I'm imagining here from two, you'll, you'll try and position yourself a bit closer? Yeah, I hope so. Um, he didn't show as much speed the other day as he did the start before, so, yeah, we'll just see how he goes. But, um, yeah, he was a bit, bit below his best the other day, so hopefully he can improve. All right, hope so. Now we'll move on to race three. Uh, you're riding Akiko here for Sarah Child. You're drawing, you've drawn a good barrier here. So uh, where do you think you'll position yourself from the barrier one? No, I'm not sure. First time oh, it's drawn a barrier for me, so that's a bit of a result. But, uh, yeah, not 100% sure I'll end up. The main thing that horses is just don't want to have a racing um, so if I can, if she's leading in front, no problem. If she's behind the leader, uh, no problem as well, just as long as she's relaxed. All right, mate. Race four, you're riding Snow Lord for Grant and Alana Williams. This has also drawn a good gate in barrier two. Uh, you did trial this horse the other day, uh, and it's come up 
a six dollar fifty chance. What what did you make of his trial? Yeah, really happy with his trial. Um, he went to the line hard held, and um, yeah, he seemed seemed pretty fresh. So uh, he races better on on the fresh side, and um, he's come up with a good barrier as well. So um, yeah, expect him expect him to um, definitely play a part. Uh, yeah, I think he's my best ride for the day actually. Nice. Oh well, there you go, punters. You've heard it here first. Uh, we'll move on to race five. Chris, you're riding a horse for Martin Allen here. Uh, Crosley Hotshot. He's come up with Barrier Four. It's the last start winner at Pinjarra. Do you know much about this horse? Not really. I um, saw it win the other night at Pinjarra. And it seemed pretty strong through the line. So uh, obviously going up in grade a little bit. But horse is in form and he's drawn well to get a, a nice soft run. And yeah, he should. Um, he should go well going off his last run. Um, his form before that was a bit um, a bit wavy, I guess. But, um, yeah, he's, he, um, he should be right there. All right, Pans. Well, uh, we're looking towards the main event of the day, the scale stakes. You're riding state solicitor here. It's also drawn a good gate. You've drawn a lot of good gates for the day. Um, this horse hasn't raced since the 17th of November, but it did trial the other day when it won its trial. Um do you know much about how this horse is going? Uh, not really, other than sort of what everyone else knows. He's been a little bit disappointing. Uh, he's this preparation and the end of last preparation. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they've sort of worked him out a bit more and he can get back to his best because we know at his best he'll, he's more than capable of winning this race. But um, yeah, he's just been a little bit below par for him lately, so... There's probably a couple others in the race that uh, might have his measure if he doesn't improve. Oh, well, hopefully you can do the trick with him, Pans. Um, we'll move on to race seven. You've got one of your favourite horses here in draft. Uh, he's drawn a reasonable gait. Um, he won previously when you rode him. He won three in a row. And then uh, you obviously didn't ride him last start because you were suspended. But you're back on him here. Do you think you can turn him around and get another win? Hope so. Um, yeah, he's drawn good, so hopefully he just sort of lobs along midfield somewhere and he's able to run over the top of him. I've got a good record on him, seem to get along with him pretty well. And, um, yeah, he's um, he's very consistent, so um, yeah, he never runs a bad race, so I'm expecting him to just about win, if not, um, in the placings. All right, Chris. Race eight, <clears throat> you're riding a horse called Trump This. It was a pretty impressive winner last start. Uh, but this is actually one race where you haven't drawn too well. You're jumping from 12 here. But it looks like the 1800 should suit this horse. Do you know much about this horse, how it's going? Um, one well the other day. I used to ride the horse in Melbourne a little bit. Um, but seems to have improved since he's come to Perth. Um, he's run, yeah, won the other day and he probably should have won the start before that. So a um, bit of an awkward gait to deal with, but uh, you'd imagine he'd just get back off the pace a little bit and he should be um, hit the line good. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think he looks like a horse that'll eat up the 1800. He should be finishing off strong. Um, we'll look to the last race of the day. You're riding Truly Belong uh, for Bob Peters. Barrier 7. This horse had no luck the other day. Um, I don't know if you watched him or not, but... Yeah, he seemed to be travelling quite well and just had nowhere to go. And, uh, yeah, subsequently he ran last, but definitely should have run a lot closer. So hopefully you're getting a lot more luck here. Uh, have you had much of a look through this field yet? 
yeah, look, um, horse sort of goes pretty good, but the other day didn't have any luck at all. So um, yeah, the start before that ran second, uh, but the other day sort of hard to line up where the horse should have finished. But um, yeah, with a nice enough run, you imagine it would be right there. Um, a couple others in the race that'll be sort of hard to hold out, but um, yeah, you just can't really fault the horse's form. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you, you've got to respect some of the other horses in the race, but coming up a $7.50 chance is probably a little bit of value there. Uh, yeah, probably. All right, Pans. Well, thanks for catching up with us today. Um, we wish you all the best on Saturday. Hope you can ride a winner. Hope so, mate. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thanks for catching up. Here we are, catching up with the Wizard. Now, we'll just touch on the Masters first. Got to be pretty happy. Three group ones. Two wins in a second? Yeah, definitely. Uh, couldn't have for much better. Um, I still do think about that second and the one that got away, but overall, I'll take it, that's for sure. What was the feeling going into Saturday? Obviously, down to the 50 kilos. Did that come off okay in the end? Yeah, not too bad. Um, nothing like what some of these other, you other boys have to do, but um, for me, it's a culture shock, and I must say, I did it better than last year, and um, wasn't too bad. Blew you away with how she won? She blew everyone else away. Yeah, definitely. Um, I obviously knew she was a live chance, she was favourite, all that nonsense, but to win like she did, uh, wasn't expecting that and it was nice. She must have given you some feel coming to the corner. She looked like she just took you rather than you take her. Yes, definitely. Um, I actually ended up going before I wanted to just because she was travelling so well. Uh, lost my cover behind uh, Trap for Fools and she said, uh, I'm, I'm going, Whether you, you can come along if you want. You lobbed the perfect spot and then Iconoclasm just took off around them and injected even more speed into the race. Yeah, everything went about as good as it could have gone for me. Um, I was a little bit worried that from a good alley that I'd have a brain fade and ruin it, but um, pretty much everything went perfect and she showed what she's got. So after the races, did you head home? You're a pretty quiet sort of fella, big steak? No, this time I uh, went out and celebrated. Went to a restaurant, uh, the Homer's Club in Northbridge. Jess would have picked that, eh? Yeah, yeah, Jess picked that one. All right, well, we'll move on to this Saturday because it just keeps on coming week in, week out. You start off in race two with Truly Great. This horse is pretty handy win first up. Yeah, it was. Um, big step up in class here. Got some pretty nice horses, but uh, he's good. I like him. I think he could be going places. A uh, little bit worried about the sharp step up in class, but uh, he's a nice one. All right, well, we'll move on to race three. And in race three, you are on Neurological for Martin Allen. Now, I actually rode this last start at York, and I don't think it ran out the 1,500, but uh, it's had a little bit of a break back to the 14. Yeah, well, 100 metres less. Um, I thought it ran a cheeky race in that, that uh, York Cup, actually. I, um, I rode at the start before you. I, I probably would have been surprised to see it win a race like that. I thought it would actually run a cheeky race, getting as close as it did. Yeah, no, it wasn't a bad effort until it, then it found a bit of trouble. So we move on to race four, your favourite, How to Fly. Now, it wasn't a bad effort the other day, but you've come up with a tricky gate in barrier nine. Yeah, pretty much that. Um, tricky alley, tricky horse to catch at the moment. But I think it's going all right. I think she's going good. Uh, I think these short, shorter courses are her go, and she'll run a good race, but it's just hard to catch on her day. Did you think you were going to reel the Kelt in the other day? I did, actually. Uh, I was a little bit disappointed that I... I just thought I'd wear him down and, and you know, maybe win the race by a head or a neck, but as it turned out, he's a tough old campaign, campaigner and he held me off. All right, we'll go move on to the same race. Now, you ride Magical Charm. Wasn't a bad effort the other day. The winner won by a long way and then there was 
the rest of us in a group. Yeah, this race, uh, yet again, Hilly, you broke us up and we were, uh, we were racing in a few different races out there, actually. Uh, we had a front bunch and a back bunch. I got caught in the, in the back half and probably didn't get the best of runs, but we were soundly beaten. She's a good, honest horse, and if I give her a better ride, I think she'll go a lot closer. All right, we'll move on to the main race of the day, the Group 3. You've gone with Arcadia Prince ahead of State Solicitor. Was that your choice, or what was the go here? Yeah, that was my choice. Um, State Solicitor's just been too hard to catch this time around. We all know he's got ability, and we all know what he can do if he turns up, but for some reason he hasn't turned up for quite a while, so Arcadia Prince has been flying and been taking all in his, in his path at the moment, so... As I said before, I just stick with the horse I know. Yeah, well, like State says, the trial was good, but he probably didn't beat all that much. I know Holy Snow, but, you know, it didn't exactly perform that great at the week. So, you know, it looks a, it looks a winnable race for you, I thought. It does. It, it does look a winnable sort of race. But the only thing is uh, the wait for age conditions probably don't suit just yet. But he's a horse on the up, and I think he'll run well. All right, we'll move on to race seven, and you ride final salute. This horse is first up, it looks like, is he? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's been a while since he's had a start. Much the same as a couple of other rides for the day. He's a hard horse to catch. On his day, he's got the ability. Um, been a while since he's put in a real bottler type of a run, so I just hope... You know, he's been set for this, and we've been waiting for this. It's a, We've deliberately started 15, a bit further. And oh, this was the plan? Yeah, this was all the plan, so hopefully we're looking clever, but um, he's he just a hard horse to catch. That spilling over will be the, probably the one to beat. But just finished behind you and Arcadia Prince the other day. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's a couple of horses there. That it's not a. It's actually not that easy of a race either. In love with Paris, Giraffe on his day runs a good race. So, um, yeah, hopefully I just get to camp just off him somewhere and worry about winning the race in the straight. All right, we'll move on to race eight now. I potted this horse the other day and he ran second, but we just said he, he's starting too short for a horse that you know doesn't win. If you owned him, it's like, oh, it's nice, he's picked up a check, but again, he's drawn barrier 11 and he'll be running on at the end. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm saying like a broken record here. Another horse, hard to catch on his day. Um, I really liked him from past campaigns. I, I think he's a good horse, but for some reason, we just haven't quite figured him out. We're going down a bit more of the staying path this time around and hopefully that's the key. Do you think he is a stayer or do you think he's going to be one of those that's always running on at the end? Well, off his previous campaigns I would have said he was good enough that he didn't need to stay but um, right now uh, I hope he is a stayer or we're in a bit of trouble. <laughs> Alright, now we'll move on to the lucky last. This probably looks the best ride of the day for you. Forceful. He's a pretty handy horse this one. Yes, that's right. Um, he strung a few races together last campaign. Uh, he's had a little while. You know, he's had a good break. Um, he goes good. I've drawn 12, which is sticky and a bit tricky, but uh, whatever happens, hopefully by then I've figured the track out and I can land him in the right spot. He'll, he'll run on good. If you haven't worked it out by then, we're in trouble. Yeah, not me more, me more than you, mate. <laughs> All right, and what else has been happening? So after the bit, bit of a come down after the, you know, after the big races, do you... Is it, does it take anything out of you, or are you just up and about and just pretty chilled about it all? No, mentally I think it, it's a little bit harder to uh, get up and about, and we're here sitting at the midweeks, and um, I'm probably thinking about being anywhere else but in the jockey's room just at the moment, so it is hard. I've got to get my head back in the game and, and uh, fire back up, and be a little bit easier because we've got some nice horses in there Saturday, so it's a bit easier to fire up when you've got good horses to ride. Another trip to Bali with the kids coming up then? <laughs> no, we'll uh, 
we'll leave those trips to, to the desperate measures. It worked, worked for the Masters last year. We'll save it till na Masters next year. <laughs> All right, thanks, mate. All right, we're catching up with Joey as a party. Now, Joey, looks like a new set of colours here for the Harrison camp. Red Warrior, this horse was really fast in its uh, trials. The visor's gone. Yeah, she's a natural runner, um, filly by safeguard. She's quite a nice type. Um, both the trials have been really nice. Um, the top weight in specialism looks hard to beat, but um, I think uh, she'll be thereabouts. Do you lead, do you think? Um, I don't know. Um, I'll be thereabouts. She is very quick. Whether I lead specialism or not, we'll see on the day, but I'll be in the first two. All right, we'll move on to race two, and you jump back on Kakadu. You got off him to ride one of Pierce's the other day. That was a pretty good run, the one of Pierce's, wasn't it? First up in the state. Yeah, double jeopardy. Uh, he had his first one over here. It was a good run. He definitely needed it, um, but uh, I think he'll be one to follow. All right, now we look at Kakadu. You're drawing barrier six, 1,200 metres. Like we say, he was probably a touch unlucky the other day. Yeah, it was pretty unlucky the other day, and he's, I've been working him all prep. He's been going well. Um, it is probably a slightly tougher race than the other day, if you ask me. Um, not a bad little field, but um, like I said, he's going well enough, and I think he might be able to give him a shake. All right, we'll look at uh, Broker in race seven, 1,500 metres. This horse looks like he's building to a win, but you have drawn barrier 11. Yeah, look, um, he's had to step up in class this prep after his few wins last time in, and... Um, his runs haven't been bad. Um, he's finished, run nice races behind Arcadia Prince, but um, again, he's drawn a bit sticky, so he'll get back and just like to see him hit the line. Now, in the last, you got one for my favourite owner, Danelle Pierce. She loves, she loves it. Um, I think I was more confident than you with this horse the other day. I talked you into the fact it could win, and he did, and he was well placed. But he, you've drawn barrier 13 and probably going to need a bit more luck. Yeah, you are right, Hilly. You declared him and he, and he got the job done. Um, he did draw one, yeah, like you said, that day. And you still give him a good ride, though. Yeah. Got the splits. Yeah, I got um, oh, three, three, four back on the fence and ended up um, with the rails run. And, uh, he, he's going really good this prep. He bounced back after an average prep last prep. Um, barrier 13, he's going to need a little bit of luck. We'll get back. Hopefully we'll get a good card into the race and uh, he'll be hitting the line. We'll know by this stage of day if you can make up ground. If you can make up ground three days, he should be a good chance again, shouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. Your three day would be covered, be perfect um, in the moving line. And like you said, if they're running on, I think it'd be a good chance. All right, and you've also picked up a pretty handy ride in the Perth Cup? Yeah, Capo Doro, um, he ran a good race the other day. He led the whole way and, and held on. Um, it's good to, good to have a nice ride in a race like that. And um, Especially for a trainer like that as well. He knows how to train him. Oh, exactly right. So... Um, yeah, fingers crossed. I'm looking forward to the day and um, yeah, it's, I'm grateful for the ride. Thanks for that, Joey. Thank you. All right, Shooter, you jump on Black Sabbath. Obviously, it's your ride, but you've been riding Lord Help Me Run. Uh, you've drawn barrier three here, so he's finally drawn a single-figure gate. What do you do here for him over the 1,200 metres? Yeah, look, the boys are freshening him up and back to 1,200 and yeah, drawn a nice barrier, barrier three. So look, if he doesn't lead, he'll just sit right there. So Troy Turner's obviously not been working him, he's chiming in from three deep there. Oh, he loves that, doesn't he, banger? How, how is the horse going though, Shoots? You're happy with him? Very happy with him, he galloped very good Tuesday morning, and um, yeah, hopefully he hasn't had enough, but um, if he goes like he works, he'll be hard to beat. All right, we'll look at race four, you ride Jing Tang here. Now, this horse is always around the place, he just got beat by the Celt the other day. Yeah, he was coming off three weeks between runs, and um, we didn't want to gas him early. Um, so he just took the sit and he worked to the line very nicely and um, yeah he's drawn a bit sticky there on Saturday and there's a few uh, runners on pace to his inside so it uh, just depends where he gets to in the run but um, he should improve on last start. 
there's two pests in this jockey room today. One's Jason Brown, and he's just got some cheese. You are a pain in the ass, Jason. I just peppered him. Yes, good on your sheet. Right, race nine, the last. You, right, Aaron, boy, now this horse has been in pretty good form down there. You've been on him, Nux has been on him, you're on him. What do you do from one? Yeah, look, we try and hold a spot, um, but if they're going too fast, we'll let him go, and he won't be any further back than three back because he's uh, drawn that gate. But uh, Wolfie's finally got him back on track again. He had beat trouble there, and um, you haven't seen the best of this horse yet, so if he can just keep his feet right, he'll be very hard to beat. You think he can win on Saturday then? I don't know if he can win on Saturday, but... Um, because it's a pretty strong race, but I think he's got Saturday wins in him. All right, that's what we'd like to hear. One for you and Team Wolf again, eh? Yeah, we do. Well, as you can tell, we recorded them just outside the jockey's room, and it just shows who are meant to be the mature people and they're immature. Troy Turner, he hates being left out. He rode four winners at Geraldton today. He was pretty happy with himself on the way home. <laughs> and uh, then because Troy caused trouble... Jason gets jealous and he thinks, oh, I need to be the centre of attention. So he starts throwing stuff at us. So after he threw something at me, I thought I'd better catch up with him and see what he thinks of his chances on Saturday. Now, he's been throwing food at me for the last half an hour and uh, thought we'd better get him on. Good win on Lucky Raw Saturday, Jason? Yeah, no, she um, finally drew a barrier and able to take advantage of that and she won very nicely. So you're saying you finally give it a good ride? Well, one out of three this prep then. <laughs> Not bad. Um, you got a bit fired up on social media this week? I don't know why I got fired up. I just made a comment. I'm only repeating what Gareth Hall said. I'm just, you know... Oh, midweek Gareth. <laughs> Is that what you're calling him now? Well, you we know, at carnival time, the big guns come over and Gareth got put to the bench. Oh, <laughs> we'll, let, we'll leave it there. We don't know to set G-Man too much. Now, spilling over, you were real confident with this horse two starts ago. The other day you wasn't as confident, but he still ran a nice race. What do you think Saturday? Yeah, we ran into a smart one, and um, I think this race, um, yeah, it should uh, suit him very nicely. Do you lead here? I'll, I'll be positive out the gates, but um, Mrs. Brown's boys sort of over-raced and took the lead off him the other day, so um, either I'll lead or Mrs. Brown's boys will lead. All right. Confident out of 10? Uh, yeah, well, I think um, you would be better than the other day, and yeah, it should be hard to run down. Well, that was... Uh... Great to catch up with everyone there. Shooter sounded pretty... He didn't want to over-push Wolfie's one in the last, but he'd give it a bit of a push, so I'd keep an eye out for it. There was one that was really good in that first up the other day, actually. Debalacia, it was a really good run. So yeah, yeah she, the last looks like it'll be a cracker, and I think Brownie sounded more confident this week than he was last week, so spilling yeah. over. Yeah, I know last... Last start, he was concerned with the wind and all that. Yeah, and there was a pretty handy one in there that's going yeah. to start favourite for the scale. So Yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, if he's confident, um, should take his lead because he's, he's usually spot on. And if not, just feel free on social media to annoy him Saturday night. <laughs> Anything else, Bradley? All good? Um, yeah, no, all good. Obviously, that, uh, yeah, that competition, um, Chris and Pikey or Laney. Feel free. Um, but, yeah, that'll be a $100 uh, voucher to the Canfield. So make get, sure, make get, sure you actually, have Actually, you're going to the Canfield next week, aren't you? Uh, Friday. This is oh, tomorrow. Well, what are you going there for? A Christmas party. A Christmas party? Yeah. Oh, are we having a Christmas party, are we, from the jockey's mouth? No, this is... Uh, Where else have you been working for the last six months? No, well, I just started at this new joint, mate, and they said, do you want to come to the Christmas party? I'm not going to say no. 
said, hold on, <laughs> now I know why you've gone for training. Oh, I'll do some training. Oh, there's a Christmas party. Oh, I'll come along. Free food, free drink. Actually, funnily enough, that there actually there's three Christmas parties I'm going to. I'm going to the ABN Christmas party tomorrow. Uh, then I've got the sales reps Christmas party on the boat next Thursday. And then there's a home buyer's centre Christmas party uh, the following Friday or something like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty busy, mate. Mate, I was trying to get Neville to have a Christmas party. I said to him, we was at Cannonton the other night and everyone was having their Christmas parties there and there was karaoke going on upstairs. I said to him, Neville Parnham Racing, we could have a, you know, a Christmas party out there. But he wasn't overly keen on the idea. Nah, I, I can't remember the last time he had a Christmas party. I would have been a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was happy on Wednesday anyway. It's good to see him out there smiling. Yeah, yeah, it was good. Very good. All right, well, everyone, best of luck at the weekend and, uh, yeah, hope you find some winners.